0: Buying a house and holding a house, particularly if the timing is right, and that's just so variable. No one can time these things perfectly, but it is typically the case that a primary house is anyone's best real estate investment.
1: Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to mention DoorDevil. You know what? I need to mention DoorDevil. I need to mention DoorDevil to you. It's not just a want. It's a need because you need this. Door devil quite simply defends your home against kick-in burglary attacks. They happen frequently. There are 1.4 million homes that are broken into every year and a lot of them are done through kick-ins. If you've got a home security system, then props to you. I'm glad you've got that and that's important. but it doesn't prevent the bad people from kicking in your door, whether it's your front door, your back door, your side door, You need something like the DoorDevil, and DoorDevil is the best in the business when it comes to providing proof that it works. You can go to DoorDevil.com and even watch a video with Terry Bradshaw talking about it, and you can see how it works. It's a very simple product to install, but if you're not into that, then you can just hire a handy person, and they they can install it for you. Very simple. Put it inside the door frame of your front door, your back door, every door you have, and you can defend your home against the kick-in burglary attacks. It's needed. In addition, this is my brother's company, so it's near and dear to my heart. And because it's my brother's company, I'm able to offer you an exclusive discount because he was so kind to do so. You can go when you check out your uh, purchase at doordevil.com and there's going to be a little field. You enter the word best ever. No space. Just one word. Best. B-E-S-T-E-V-E-R and you'll get a 20% discount on your purchase. So go to doordevil.com Go buy it. Enter best ever and secure your home against kick-in burglary attacks. There are so many testimonials on the website. You can read them from police officers from a woman who is being uh her house is being attacked from an enraged ex-husband and the door devil defended that attack uh he didn't get in there's like 20 different testimonials from police officers on the door devil go buy it defend your home against burglary kick-in attacks go to doordevil.com and enter the word best ever whenever you check out and you'll get 20% off on your purchase. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the show where we cut out all the fluff and we only talk about the best advice that moves your business forward. We've spoken to Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank, Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Jay Papasan, the co-author of The One Thing with Gary Keller, and many other best ever guests. And today, we're going to do it again. How you doing, Paul Allman?
0: I am doing very well. Thank you, Joe.
1: Well, nice to have you on the show and a little bit about Paul. He is the founder and chief investment officer of Asset Based Lending. He is a private lender and he lends to residential real estate investors for single family and multifamily properties. Since 2010, Asset Based Lending has closed over 700 transactions, totaling over $170 million and prior to that, he was the president and CIO of Highland Financial. He's based in Hoboken, New Jersey, and you can say hi to him and his team at abl net. You can just click the link in the show notes page if you want to do that instead. With that being said, Paul, you want to give the Best Ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now?
0: Sure. I have a long background in financial services. I used to trade mortgage-backed securities, believe it or not, for many years for a formerly famous Wall Street firm called Salomon Brothers. And then I started my own trading firm in the late 90s, where my current partner at Asset Based Lending, Dan Layden, joined me as our chief financial officer. And that company had a great run for 11 years, and then in 2010, Dan and I decided that there was a remarkable opportunity in residential real estate and decided to start a lending company to help people who wanted to invest in singles and multifamily residential real estate in the New York and New Jersey area to accomplish their goals. And it turned out to be remarkably good timing since we started in 2010. We've done now 750 separate transactions for about $160 million. So we've done a nice job for ourselves. We've done a nice job for our borrowers. You know, the principles that we abide by as a lender are really, in my understanding of the industry, the same principles that our peers manage their businesses with throughout the country, which is providing a good service, being responsible to our borrowers, being responsible to our investors or their investors, and doing what we say that we're going to do.
1: What has been the biggest challenge from 2010 to now?
0: Well, I'd say the initial challenge was learning the business. Neither Dan nor I had any experience in lending money We were securities guys for decades, and we knew a lot about that business, uh, but we didn't know anything at all about how to actually meet borrowers, how to structure a loan that would uh, meet their needs and be safe for us, for our money and for our investors' money. And so we had to teach ourselves that, and that took a while. We're still learning, honestly. Every day we learn something new about the business. Basic blocking and tackling, how do we make a verifiable loan with good title, good deed, good lien, and then, every bit as importantly, obviously, finding borrowers who had the capacity and the willingness to manage their project in the way that they described it. Mm -hmm. So not only do we have to learn about how to do the technical aspects of the loan, We had to learn about how to talk to a borrower about how the project was going to go and how to listen carefully to what they said and whether it made any sense or not. We had to figure out how to document their project objectives in a way that makes sense. And then after we had to learn all that stuff, we had to additionally learn how to go out and find the borrowers. When we first started in the third quarter of 2010, we didn't know anyone. We advertised ourselves on Craigslist.
1: Right. I I was going to say MySpace back then.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Ancient history. So that's how we got our first borrower was on Craigslist. Hmm. We've come a long way since then. We now have a very active website. Uh, We have a team of 12 professionals that helps us manage the firm. We have a third partner now, Kevin Rodman, joining Dan and myself. And we probably get 20 leads a day now from borrowers in nine states. We are predominantly in New Jersey, New York, eastern Pennsylvania, mostly the Philly region, but we also lend in southern Connecticut, the Boston area of Massachusetts, Baltimore, D.C., a bit in Delaware, and southern Florida
1: what would you say is the main way that you're getting those leads?
0: It's return borrowers. It's referrals from other borrowers. It's web leads and brokers.
1: So return borrowers and their referrals, web leads, and then brokers. Correct. And what would you say is the way that you differentiate your company? Because it sounds like when you first started, it was a company that the space wasn't as crowded but now the space is much more crowded than when you started. So how are you differentiating your company?
0: Well, just a word on crowded. Uh, What was the case when we started and what is still the case, that the vast majority of lending to real estate transactions is done through what we call, and I think what the industry calls, private lending, as distinguished from hard money lending. And the important distinction between the two has to do with the what I'll call institutional quality of the lender. Hard money lenders are pros. They are in the business to make loans and get repaid. Private lending, as the industry describes that term or thinks about that term, relates to someone's friend or someone's accountant or lawyer or next door neighbor, someone who's around in a particular area that can make a loan or two or you know maybe five, but then they're out of money. So the vast majority of lending is through what is now known as peer-to-peer, but was not previously known that way. It's just people around that you heard of. So all of the new entrants into the marketplace are taking some market share from private lenders they're exchanging market share with among the hard money lenders but then the also the industry has grown as the various real estate markets around the country have stabilized first over the course of 2011 2012 and really started taking off in the years subsequently there have been a lot more people that have entered the fray which is typical for prices for marketplaces that are showing buoyancy so we're reaping the rewards of both of those two features where our brand name has become more commonplace in our marketplace so more people will think of us versus the guy next door and then more people that are entering the market so all of that is background to answer your question how do we differentiate ourselves it's service really the product that we offer people is money and that's a commodity and you can get money from a bank at a vastly lower interest rate than what we're going to lend at the service that we provide and what we get paid a lot of money for and other lenders like us is the ability to deliver the goods when it's needed the foremost service we're providing to our borrowers is speed which is something that neither Dan nor I realized when we first started the company. We thought we were going to lend to people who weren't really bank ready. It turns out that most of our borrowers are very bank ready, but banks, for a variety of different reasons, can't or won't respond to the need in the time period required, which is typically less than two weeks. We can do a bank grade loan with a two week close or less. If the situation really requires it,
1: when you look at the space for where it is today, and in particular as it relates to your business offering and where it will be in 12 months, are you going to continue with? I see on your website, it's primarily one to four units. Primarily, I see you got loan programs for a couple things, but are you going to continue in that arena, or are you going to evolve towards the larger stuff?
0: Well, our loans now range in size from 75000 to $2.5 million. That maximum loan size has increased as the pool of capital that we have available to us has increased.
1: And where does that capital come from?
0: We have a fund. We started with our own money, and then we brought in friends of ours and family members as participations in those loans. And then in June of 2012, we started a fund called ABL-1. And that fund now has $50 million worth of capital in it.
1: 15 or 50?
0: Five zero, And then it has another 15 million credit line on top of that. So we've got $65 million worth of capital at our disposal.
1: How much is deployed right now? All of it. Including the credit line?
0: I'd say about half the line right now, but we've taken down the whole line. Mm -hmm. The way that we fund our loans, and it's important to say that we are a direct lender, and having the fund and having the credit line allows us the flexibility to close and know that we're going to close whenever our borrowers need us to close. But we also what I'll call recirculate our capital, meaning we sell loans in packages to other financial institutions at a lower yield than what we originate them at. We get paid off frequently. I mean, we make a 12-month loan and our average payoff period is 10 months. And then we also get new capital.
1: And do you get new capital from private individuals or how does that work?
0: Yes, accredited investors.
1: Okay, who invests in the fund.
0: Correct. They own membership interests, which is it's a pooled vehicle, meaning they own a share in each one of the loans that the fund holds.
1: For someone who wants to start out and replicate the approach of using your own money, then creating a fund to then use to deploy capital for investments, what would you tell them?
0: Be prepared to work 16-hour days. For how long? For however long you're going to be a lender. Lending is hard. It's totally comprehensive. And borrowers contact you at any hour of the day or night. And again, the service that we're providing is access access to us to hear their story and access to money to fund their deal. So they don't want to wait around. You know, if they call us and we don't answer, they're on, they're on to the next person as well. They should be. That's what I would be. Mm-hmm.
1: So being uh-huh. prepared to work 16 hour days, what else would you tell them?
0: You need a pool of capital. That has significance because if you have a good service, you can't ever run out of money. That's the big no no. You have to always have the capital necessary to fund the loan that you say that you're going to fund. And that's the great fear, legitimate fear, that borrowers have that whatever lender they put their trust in will, for whatever reason, not show up when they're supposed to show up. And that's not only to settle the purchase, that's also to manage the draws because most of our loans, almost all of our loans have rehabilitation projects that will go on after the close. And so there is additional capital that's required to fund those draws and fund them efficiently and quickly and professionally. Mm -hmm. Any new lender, any lender, any good lender also has to have a stock of knowledge An experience about where the good properties might be, the good brokers, the good contractors, the good attorneys, the good title agents, the good realtors. We consider our borrowers, and any professional hard money lender considers their borrowers to be their partners. And we are here to help them every step of the way.
1: When you look back to when you first started and knowing what you know now, the 16-hour days, the pool of capital, the knowledge and experience, what's the one area that you had to work the hardest on, whether it was allocating your time differently so you could do the 16 hours or getting that capital or educating yourself?
0: I don't know whether I can distinguish, but it was all so new. So we, we worked hard at everything. In lending, in addition to all the other stuff that I've previously talked about, is a very technical business. You have to know what a lien is and know what it is not and know how to perfect that lien. You need to understand what a high-quality loan package looks like. You need to find good lawyers who will help you close those loans and good title agents that will help you make sure that there's no prior lien on the property I mean there's just, there's so many details and it's one of the reasons why I mean I don't really fear competitors because it's all about execution people have been lending money since the Babylonians literally so there's there's nothing new here even the concept of, of secured lending is as literally as old as the hills it's all about just doing it and doing it well day in and day out
1: Well, I think that might segue nicely into this next question. Paul, what's your best real estate investing advice ever?
0: Get married to someone who wants to start a family and buy a house at just the right time.
1: You should see the look on my face. I'm so confused. (laughs) Will you elaborate?
0: The best real estate investment that almost everyone will make, if he or she makes a good real estate investment, which might not happen, is their primary residence, which they will hold, hopefully, for a long period of time and will appreciate tax-deferred for a long period of time.
1: Even if you do sell, then there's not the gains unless it's above, I think, what, 500000
0: Yeah, Yeah. Buying a house and holding a house, particularly if the timing is right and that's just so variable. No one can time these things perfectly. But it is typically the case that a primary house is anyone's best real estate investment.
1: I know Robert Kiyosaki wouldn't call it an investment, but we won't get into that one. Are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure. (laughs) All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Best ever listeners, Matt Bowles, who was a guest on episode 289, his company, Maverick Investor Group, has a special report just for you, on how to avoid the seven biggest mistakes in real estate that investors make in the 2016 boom cycle. Get yours free at maverickinvestorgroup.com forward slash best ever. That's M-A-V-E-R-I-C-K investorgroup.com forward slash best ever. Best ever book you've read?
0: The Power Broker by Robert Caro.
1: Best ever personal growth experience and what'd you learn from it?
0: Climbing up Highland Pass in Aspen, that I could exist at uh, 13,000 feet.
1: Best ever way you like to give back? My kids. What is the best ever deal you've done?
0: Buying my primary house.
1: And what would you say is the biggest mistake you've made in real estate so far?
0: Selling my primary house.
1: And where can the best ever listeners get in touch with you?
0: Our website, uh, www.abl1.net. You can email us at info, info, at abl1.net. We would love to hear from any listener who has a deal that they'd like to get funded.
1: Awesome. Well, Paul, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your advice with the best ever listeners and talking about how you got going and then also you know the getting into the specifics of start out with your own money then you created a fund you called abl1 has 50 million dollars worth of capital now plus another 15 million dollar line of credit and your advice for people who want to go that route the threefold advice one is be prepared to work 16 hours two you need the money need capital and that has a you know very significant role in this process obviously and making sure that you are clear on how that's deployed and judicious and then third is having a knowledge and just you know learning on an ongoing basis and knowing the people that you need to know to get you to the next level like the brokers the property managers the attorneys title agents etc and i love the quote where he said you don't fear the competitors it's all about execution i think that can be applied not only your industry, but really any industry. I've heard many entrepreneurs who are billionaires say, so many people come up to me and tell me they've got a great idea, but it's not about the idea. It's about the execution. And when you said that, that came to mind again. So thank you so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon.
0: Thank you, Joe. really appreciate the opportunity.
1: Best ever listeners, Matt Bowles, who was a guest on episode 289, his company, Maverick Investor Group has a special report just for you on how to avoid the seven biggest mistakes in real estate that investors make in the 2016 boom cycle. Get yours free at maverickinvestorgroup.com forward slash best ever. That's M-A-V-E-R-I-C-K investorgroup.com forward slash best ever.